0: We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. Durant, if, uh, if you all lose this game, will you join that team next season? Say so what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. I nigga's tripping. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Cleveland! This is for you! Out! What can I say? Mamba out. All right, guys. <laughs> I you not even know how to start it. Uh, Fuck Let's start with a little Drake on this one. I, it's really a Cups of the Rose moment. It really is. Ugh. I just, I got a jerk to this. cranberry Cranberries here. So the Clippers outdid themselves. What else was I going to start with? Clippers outdid themselves. Uh, they really clippered it up. You know, I, I saluted Kawhi and I still do because he brought balance to the league. He really did. He could have went to the Lakers and took the easy way out. He could have just not been an asshole and be like, you know what? I got a good thing here in Toronto. The whole country loves me. Let me just stay. Let me just, you know, I got a good coach, everything. Uh, But he didn't do that. He went to LA, like we all knew he wanted to. And he went to the Clippers, like, I thought he would. And boy, they he he wasn't going to go alone though. He needed a sidekick. And I mean, who better than Paul George? Who who who's a better teammate in the NBA than Paul George? I mean, Kawhi didn't think anybody was. <laughs> uh and the Clippers obliged. They they agreed with him. So they sent like 80 first-round picks. I, I'm exaggerating. Like seven seven or eight first-round picks. They sent Miami first-round picks. They sent three of their own. They sent some uh, some pick swaps as well. They sent Daniil, uh, Daniil Gallinari. They sent Shai Gilges alexander who I think is going to be a pretty good, maybe great player. Uh, they sent all of that. For, and I noticed that off the top of my head. Is, it's too good. It's delicious. Uh, they sent all that for Paul George and his 17 points on 38% shooting in elimination games. He's one for nine in elimination games now. Just to put that out there. 17 points in elimination games. That's, that's worth it. Seven first round picks, if you ask me. I mean I mean Jerry West agrees. I love when he fails. Cause it doesn't happen often. As a GM. As as an NBA player, quite often it happened, but he's still a success story. And he is as a GM. He just finally really fucked up. Or at least it looks that way. It really does. I gotta drink some more. I'm feeling too good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Okay, so that happened. Clippers were up 3-1. And I didn't... I always say I'm going to make like two episodes a week, but it's so weird. I'll always like wake up and I'm like, you know, I should go do that episode. But I'm like, I got a weird feeling about this. I feel like I'm going to talk aggressively in one way. And then the complete opposite happens. I wanted to be like, all right, the Clippers have the nuggets, dead the rights, it's over. We finally get the battle of LA, which all of us wanted. But something felt weird. I was like, I feel like we want it too much. I feel like we do. And we did, we all wanted it. That's all I talked about on here. How I didn't know what was going to happen if we get the battle of L.A. in the Western Conference Finals, I had no clue how it would have went down. I guess I'll never know, cause that's not what we're getting, guys. It's 2020. When do we get what we want this year? No, that's why I didn't. I, I didn't drop an episode. I was just like, you know what? Something's weird, cause this year has been kicking everybody's ass, and nothing has gone as planned. And I got all of the playoffs right so far. And I was like, ah, nah. And then the Raptors lost to the Celtics. And then I knew. I was like, all right, I'm finally wrong in the playoffs. It's going to go downhill from here. (laughs) And, yeah, down 3-1 again. The Nuggets, which, I'm sorry, I've been ragging on the Clippers. Applause to these niggas. Applause. Cause now they're the only team in NBA history to come back down three to one twice in a postseason. They 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 really I don't know. I think it it goes beyond coaching. But let me start with the coaching on this. I've said it for a while and black people have been mad at me for saying it black people don't know enough about basketball get mad at me for saying this anybody who knows enough about basketball will be like oh yeah you got a point i feel that way too doc rivers is overrated he is he is overrated he has one title which winning a title is not easy it's not Celtics got a little old on him kobe bryant had other things to say, and then, yeah, that happens. And, you know, LeBron goes to Miami. Okay, everybody gets fucked over. I understand. You go to the Clippers. It's not often that a coach gets traded. Like, you never see that. You got to be really valuable for that to happen. And Doc Rivers has been valued. Notice I said he has been valued, not that he is valuable. I don't think he is. Uh, But he gets traded to the Clippers, and I'm like, yo, okay, you can make something happen there. CP3, Blake Griffin, you know, you have a coach on the court, and you're coaching on on the sides, keeping everybody together, because he's great for chemistry, at least I thought. Uh, That didn't work out. Lob City fell. And you look at those, you know, rosters, and you're like, how does that happen? It happened. We got to move on. We can only live in the now. But <laughs> me, I think about that shit all the time. But anyway, we get to now. You got the 2 one, three ready. You got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly, the sixth man of the year, Montrell Harrell. Uh, you have a really good team around. You. Zubai, who I think is underrated. Uh, he got in foul trouble last night. A couple flops, not his fault, really. Uh, you have uh, Morris out there. You have a good team. For some reason, you have Reggie Jackson. I don't know why he did that. You, you have a good team. And the Nuggets, who I want to point out some irony here. Nikola Jokic is a second-round pick. And these are coming from the wise Sam Hankey. These words, every pick has value. I'm going to open up a beer on that one. Listen to what I just said. Every pick has value. This is true. If you use them wisely, you can get a star talent like Jokic, who I have said in this series and the one past, He is the X-factor. There's nobody like him in the NBA. So if he can do what he does, not... I don't think there's any team, because since there's nobody like him, there's no team that's ready to go against his skill set. He's a seven-foot pudgy European man who is not athletic at all. But even with those limitations that Jokic has... He has this skill set where he's such a great passer. He's usually the best passer on the court when he's out there. And has no shot towards Jamal Murray. He had five assists last night. He moved the ball well. But Jokic is something different. Uh, I gave Luka Doncic a lot of credit and compared him to Larry Legend Bird. And I stand by that. The athleticism isn't really there. The shot-making and confidence is. They go after rebounds, and they move the ball very well and have a very high basketball IQ. And they just love playing the game. He's been playing it against grown men for a long time. You have to have a love and admiration for the game to do that. Jokic is a seven-foot version of that. It's crazy how talented these European players are. They don't have the athleticism that we have over here in America. But if you look at the league right now, three of the best players in the league are European. And they have these weird skill sets that just nobody else can copy. And they have next. Giannis has now. I think we need to step up our game. Uh, But getting back to the series, I said Jokic would be the X Factor in this. He'll be the X Factor in the next one. There's nothing like the kid. Jamal Murray. I said it earlier uh, in a post. I said the Clippers lost to a seven foot pudgy European man and a light skinned Canadian nigga not named Aubrey. Shouts out to Drake again. Uh, it's crazy that I, I said this last week that I talked so much shit on Jamal Murray saying once he got a $170 million deal and so did Ben Simmons. I was like, one of these things are not like the other. I was right when I said that, uh, Ben Simmons ain't dropping 40 in the game in the playoffs. He doesn't do anything in the playoffs. He's either not there. Or he's not there. Jamal Murray. 40 points last night in game seven. Uh, Really, I got to commend him. First, he scored 40, which is more than what Kawhi and Paul George had together. And he took less shots than them. Yeah, you're going to lose. that Clippers, it it made sense the whole way through. Uh, More props to Jamal Murray, and then I'll get back to Doc Rivers. Uh props to you Murray I've been seeing you ball since you played in Canada and you were playing in the under 18 league and you were uh the FIBA games and you were killing it uh I got to put more respect on your name he said that towards the media put more respect on my name and my team we we should and I'm going to disrespect you again later on but for now you're right we need to stop counting you out. I'll get back to you in a minute, but I gotta I'm being sloppy. Doc, I gotta talk about you. I knew you were going to fail last night when I watched the pregame interview and you said, I'm not gonna give my guys a speech or anything like that. They know what to do. Those speeches don't really do anything. These are professionals, yada yada yada, all the bullshit. And then I see Malone coaching the Nuggets and he's getting them amped telling me shit I need to hear if I'm going to walk through the valley and walk through a fucking wall or do whatever I need to do to win this game you fucked up doc your number one skill is you are charismatic you can keep teams together you can make them play for each other and then paul george pussy ass after the series is over and he's done shit the bed for the uh ninth time he says we just never click together as a group there's a lack of chemistry there if you couldn't get these guys together and make it work as far as chemistry is concerned what skill do you have? Oh, he's a defensive-minded coach. I I couldn't notice that last night. You couldn't have told me that. If I never watched basketball and you told me that, why, then why is this fat European nigga balling? Why does he have an insane triple-double with 20 boards? Why is this happening? It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And Kawhi, I, I, I'm not letting you off the hook. People are posting that. I'm seeing that on like NBA Reddit, on the Gram, NBA Twitter, all this shit. Uh, why isn't Kawhi getting as much flack as if this happened to LeBron, we would go ape shit. And it's true, we would. But it's the same reason we're... The reason why we're letting Kawhi slide on this, which I'm not. I'm about to get into But... The reason why we let him slide is the same reason we are on Patrick Beverly's ass when he fails. One talks a lot of shit. The other one doesn't talk at all. If you don't say anything, people let you slide. I'm not that person. No, I'm not letting you slide just because you're a nice guy. (laughs) I'm from Philly everybody's on your ass if you fuck up. That's just how it is. Doesn't matter how good or how terrible you are. We are on your ass if you fuck up. I don't care about your personality. So, Kawhi, what the fuck was that? I said it going in. I got a drink. I got a drink. Oh, man. That's good shit. Um, I said it coming into the playoffs, that the one thing, Kawhi is damn near a perfect player. Kawhi is, if I'm going to, I said this last week, if I'm going to pick a player in the playoffs to lead my team, I he's one of the three that I'm going with. Now it's four. Kawhi's at the bottom of that. I, I'm, I'm a little pissed at him right now, but it will go LeBron, it will go Jimmy Butler, it will go Chris Paul. And then Kawhi. Outside of this, Kawhi has had a pretty good history of being very consistent in the playoffs. Uh, he had a mulligan last night. That's what I'm going to call it, but I'm still going to get on you about this. You're, the skill that you lacked, and I said that coming into these playoffs, the skill that you lacked was your playmaking ability. Don't get it twisted, people who don't know enough about basketball. How how are you going to say he doesn't make plays? He can. He, you just said he's reliable, so he must hit good shots. He does. But playmaking for others, keeping the ball moving, not just, and this is what he did last night, not just being passive. Understand that. There's a difference in passing the ball and being passive. I know that sounds stupid, but listen to me. You can read it in a guy's body language when he's just like, I got nothing. And then there's, yo, I got to get everybody involved. This shot's nice, but I know that shot's better. You just know right away, you're like, nope, I'm in the flow of the offense. Not just in your feelings, you're in the flow of the offense. Meaning you're working as a unit now with the rest of the team. So it's fantastic when that happens. That's not what we saw last night. We saw somebody who was... Missing some shots. He had a a poor shooting night. So he's moving the ball. Feels a little reluctant how I'm watching him do it. And yeah, the offense is trash now. Because you have no playmakers on that team. You have no setup artists on on that Clippers team. Okay, Kawhi Leonard gets five assists. Cool. Somebody had to get him. He's not getting him because... Oh, he, he's a playmaker now. Is Somebody had to move the ball. Lou Will's second in assists. We know his whole thing is scoring. So that tells you what you need to know about this team. The chemistry apparently wasn't there, even though they have a coach who's... That's his skills, keeping people together and getting the most out of them. Uh, the stars didn't show up. Not surprised about Paul George, but Kawhi, I've called you very... Very consistent over the years. And you shit the bed last night. That happens. Lack of playmaking. It just seemed like one team knew it was a game seven and the other was like, so we get like two more chances, right? No, nigga. This is it. And much to Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum's uh, it's just joy and happiness. You guys are going home. Going to Cancun. Cancun on three. Uh, in the words of Cat Williams, shouldn't have been talking shit. Hey, man, I'm a shit talker too. So when you lose and you talked a lot of shit, you just hold the L and that's it. I haven't heard Patrick Beverly say anything or tweet anything. Maybe he will, but it won't matter. You lost. You lost that happens props to my nigga paul Millsap on the nuggets i i i'm always going to be a fan of him i loved when he was on the atlanta hawks that's one of my favorite teams of all time when we won every game in a month and the whole lineup was a uh, eastern conference player of the year four out of five of the guys in the rotation go to the all-star game i i love paul Millsap. i do great player uh Game five, he was the star of that breakout star in that series. Didn't really show it in six or seven, but I will say this. He hit two, he hit back-to-back threes in game seven where I was like, oh, the team's feeling it. They're playing as a unit right now. Team is getting hot. Paul Millsap's hitting the threes. He took like a leaner three early. I was like, that's not your game. These two that he hit back-to-back just spot up. I'm like, that's your game. Jokic moving the ball around. They're doubling him. Paul Millsap's open, that man can shoot it. Put some respect on his name. Uh, Jeremy Grant looked to be shitting the bed earlier in the game. Then he starts hitting his open threes. I'm like, there we go. Jokic will find you. He put on a clinic passing out there. Jamal Murray was just, when he hit that dagger leaner three, double teamed relatively double teamed that was that was it i, I sat up and i was like that's it i bet on the nuggets jokingly i bet on them to win the conference i had a free bet on uh draft kings i'm like all right free bet what do i win if i bet this six six bucks and it cost me nothing fine pay me no mind it's outrageous what Jokic did. 20 rebounds in the triple double? What 13, 14 assists? 13? Something like that? 15, 17 points? Outrageous. I can't sing their praises enough. I I don't even I don't even know what to make of what the Clippers do now. Paul George says. You know, we didn't think we were just built for one year. Like, we still have, you know, years to contend. I hope so. I I really hope so. I don't see Kawhi leaving. I think Kawhi just wanted to live in L.A. and he didn't want to play for LeBron. So, he went to the Clippers and, he, and he's chilling. He's happy where he's at. Paul George might not have that many flights. Because their contracts are up soon. I believe they have one year after this. So, you guys are now in one-year deals. I'm not taking a flyer out on Paul George. I'm not. I know what he is at this point. And, brother, I love you. I think when you're engaged, you are a top-ten player. But I wholeheartedly feel like that injury you sustained playing for Team USA set your career back. It really did. Because I considered him to have next. I I thought he was one of the guys who were next. And now he's just a 3 and D specialist that isn't consistent. Can you even be a superstar with your skill set being that? 3 and D specialist isn't consistent. Isn't consistent with what? Your three ball? You hit the side of the rim last night. Not the side of the rim, side of the backboard. Your defense, defense wasn't good at all last night. Those guys look gassed. Not just just George, but the whole team looked gassed. That team looked so confident that they were just going to walk into the Western Conference. And they sort of did. They were up 3-1. All you got to do is open the fucking door. Couldn't do it. Oh, well. What's next on my topics? I had to I had to start with that. I feel like I've gone way too long on it, but it had to be said because the Nuggets came back down 3-1 twice now. I don't know what to make of this team. The heart of a lion. I guess that's it. Ah, the team makes no sense, and I love it. Uh, what do I got next? Yeah, I did all that shit. Uh... My Western Conference final preview, I guess. Um, now, this is where I said I was going to disrespect you again, Jamal Murray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But all right. I I, was about to make a bet on uh, DraftKings. I was going to say that the Lakers, my homie who's a Lakers fan, was like, we're going to sweep them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was going to say that the Lakers would win in five. Here's the thing, that would mean that at some point the Lakers are up three-one, and I'm just I'm just gonna go by the last two series. It's not a fun moment when you're up three-one against the Nuggets. I do believe that LeBron is the type of player, and I know that he's the type of player that would see he he, he saw all of this happen. He knows what everything's heading for. He was seated. that The Lakers are up 3-1. He was like, rally the troops. This shit ain't over. This, This shit ain't over. Kick the door open and let's go to the finals. You can't do what the Jazz did. You can't do what the Clippers did. You just can't. But if you do, this is one for the sports book, Brad. This is one for history. I just don't see it happening. I'm still going to go with Lakers in five voice crack there. I just, I don't. Here's the thing. Once again, once again, the X factor is Jokic. And like I've been saying for the Lakers this whole time, he's been very consistent. This, this, this is going to be old school, but in an, you know, a newer version of that shit. Not quite the new school, Where we have these smaller big men. These are two big guys. Anthony Davis and Jokic together. We're going to get the two big guys going against each other. Uh, And I don't really know the take on that. Anthony Davis has been. He has been the most consistent player in the playoffs. And I'm I'm proud of him for that. Because I've said he's going to be the X factor for the Lakers this whole time. Fuck what LeBron does. Fuck what Rondo does. All that. AD you are the best player on that team and don't ever doubt yourself It's just fact Do you have more to lose here? No LeBron does he has more to lose than anybody It's only one person walking up to Jordan up to goat status and it's LeBron and even then He's like really far AD I'm pretty sure they're going to play more Dwight Howard. They're going to have to play Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee and get physical with Jokic. They can afford that luxury, and I think they need to abuse it. I've been right about these last two Lakers uh, series, especially the last one where I said, yo, forget Dwight Howard, forget McGee. Put AD out there. He's quick-footed. He can guard against these guards on the Rockets and embarrass them. And after that game one loss, they went and got the sweep. So you can get another gentleman's sweep here, potentially, if you follow this advice. Let, you have to bully Jokic. You have to get physical with him. He's pudgy. He can't take it like that. Get physical with him. If you have to get in foul trouble, that that's probably what's going to have to happen, actually. You're going to have to do that. But don't let it be AD. AD needs to be the last big man standing on that Lakers roster come the end of the third and definitely in the fourth of all these games. Dwight Howard, you are much stronger than Jokic. Make him fight for those boards. You didn't see that in the Clippers series. He had 20 boards last night. Jokic was just putting his arms up, grabbing the board. That's it. Montreal Harrell is not helping. He would get Zuba in, uh, in foul trouble. And now the game has changed in Jokic's favor. You have two big men who are big as shit, strong and athletic. Two things that Jokic is not. Abuse that. Wear him down. Frustrate him. I have not seen him frustrated enough yet. Rudy Gobert didn't frustrate him enough. Montrell Harrell obviously didn't. Frustrate that man and then hand him off to AD. For AD to be the star that he is, the top five talent that he is, he should embarrass him. That's how I see it. Now, what Jokic could do to defend that, I'm not really sure. I guess you just have to pray they don't touch you. Frank Vogel will make the adjustments. Unlike Doc Rivers, who made no adjustments last night, and you know I hate that in coaches. Looking at you, Mike Boo Nolser, fucking phony. Uh, I believe Frank Vogel, as far as these you know postseason games have, are of a concern, he will make those adjustments. Another big question is, who's guarding LeBron? I'll tell you right now, and I don't think anybody was thinking this, but I've seen it a couple years back. It ain't Paul Millsap. It wasn't Paul Millsap when he was quicker on his feet. It's not him as an old man. Does he have the size to hang with LeBron? Yes, the speed is not there. He has the the quick hands to reach in, but to stay in front of LeBron? No, that's not happening. It didn't happen a couple years back. It's not happening now. Uh, Jeremy Grant? Maybe that's it. He's got the long arms. He's got the foot speed. doesn't have the muscle, I think. Because you know LeBron's going to damn near lower that shoulder into you every time. I, I don't really know who you put in front of him. But to swing it back the other way, is Rondo really going to be able to be a thorn in the side of Jamal Murray? I don't think so. But playoff Rondo is a thing. We got a glimmer of it in the last round. It was a very guard-heavy round and I said that Rondo would have to have those moments. He's going to have to do that again. Cuz Jamal Murray is filling it right now. And from the looks of his from the sounds of his interviews, he is hungry and he's leading that team. If he's hype, the rest of the team is hype, expect the same. I still have this going in five. Just because I think so much of A D and LeBron. I think those are two matchups that the Nuggets will lose against. I don't I don't see them being able to do enough towards him. What is Mason Plumlee going to do? You know, Paul Millsap has the quick hands, but I see AD just rising above him. I'm not really sure what to make of it for the Nuggets at all. So I'm going to say 5-1 Lakers. And you know, honestly, I I, want to say I think, yeah, this is going to be a five-game series. i say 5-1, 4-1. One, one. Um, I would not be surprised if this once again goes to seven. I, I really wouldn't. This Nuggets team has so much dog in them. And the killer is everybody says, oh, this Nuggets team ain't ready for it. They got to get older. I said that last week. And they do. They still have to get older. You got Bo bowl. bowl he needs to get older. You're not gonna see him at all in this series. Um, Michael Porter Jr., he needs to get older mentally and physically. But man, they've pushed to the Western Conference Finals with this young boy squad. They really got you gotta look if they can keep this core together and keep and keep this mentality. It's going to be a tough team for years on out. I just don't think they win this series. Maybe they push it to seven. I don't have them winning three game sevens to go to the finals. I just, it'd be history and I would love to see it. I don't think it will. I think this goes to five games and the Lakers win. Moving on. I don't even think there's anything else to talk about. Oh, real quick. Uh, This isn't going to be quick. Heat win game one. bruh. That game was fantastic. So many highs. And almost a terrible low. I got I to give, out of all the players, it's crazy I'm talking about this guy first. He lost and he didn't have like crazy numbers. But I noticed, I noticed when somebody's a thorn in my side. Everybody should. That's how you know a player is good. That's how you know a player is valuable on the other team, when he's annoying you. Jalen Brown, I'm, I I got to give you so much credit on this, man. Whenever I was like, oh, man, the Heat got it, he would get a rebound or fight for the ball, and I'm like, God damn, can you lay down, bruh? Just die. There's no quitting that, man. There's fighting that, dog. There really is. Uh, gotta give obvious credit to Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic and Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson and Jay Crowder and the whole team. I love this team. This is my favorite team right now in the playoffs. I love the Miami Heat. I love everything about this team. I love it. 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 Spolstra. Every, every, everybody. The ball boy. who Who's ever making the Gatorade? Everybody. I love it. It's fantastic. Jimmy Butler hits the corner three to go up. And I'm like, you know what? They got it. They're up one. Just play some defense. And then Kimber Walker pushes... Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Pushes boy into a screen and then we got ourselves a we got ourselves a penalty one shot at the line tie game <sighs> such a good game bro. I just Marcus Smart I gotta give you credit you were pissing me off where do you get off where do you get off what hitting six three-pointers who do you think you are God damn it, I wish I knew. Cause you were playing like something I haven't seen before. That's not you. You were somebody else. That was Patricia. That that wasn't that wasn't Marcus Smart. Shit was fantastic. I was getting so mad. I was like, all right, he had two threes, whatever. I do think uh, I want to say towards the end of the first year, definitely in the second quarter he was taking shots that were unnecessary and that started the heat's run. And that's how they got rhythm in their offense that they would lose it and get back again because they had already found it. So they know what they need to do, especially since is, you know, doing the X and O's, they know what they need to do. Jimmy Butler's calling it. He knows what they need to do. And so even again, out of the rhythm, they were back in it later in the game. But it started because Marcus Smart was just taking some really weird shots. I was like, these aren't open threes. You're sort of like forcing these. And nah, that's the only slight I have on him in the game. Other than that, he had he was his usual hustle man, and that's fantastic. But you mix that with hitting threes that were all like, yo, just give it to him. Uh, Yeah, now you're dangerous as fuck. And that's what he was. Jason Tatum his usual self. Uh just doing Kobe Proud out there, learning a lot of lessons. Kimba Walker, I'm gonna need more from you. But I don't think I don't think we are. But it needs to happen because here's the thing. Marcus Smart isn't going to be hitting six threes in a game every game in this series. He's not. Open or not, I don't see him averaging six threes or three, honestly. I don't think him I don't think he'll average three threes. So Kimball Walker's gonna need to step it up. He definitely did down the stretch to keep them in the game. He hit, you know, elbow uh step back jumper mid range on him. Loves to take that shot. As soon as I see him hit the step back, I was like, oh you don't know? That that's his shot. It's like that in a straightaway uh three pointer. he He's been doing that a lot in the bubble. Uh, not surprised, but I'm going to need him to do more. Even though I want the Heat to win this, I still want this to be as competitive as possible because it's very entertaining. Um, I don't know what to make of Bam out of block. It... <sighs> I don't even need to say this, but I'm going to say it because I'm still sort of a stand for him. It's not better than LeBron's block, and I'll end it there. I just won't. Uh, I, I won't keep going. Bam's block was so ridiculous. To not touch the rim, to not have any part of his arm in hand not touching the rim is... I don't. What do you call that? Being flexible, being so crazy strong that you—the ball is going down. Tatum's throwing it down. He cocked it back. He's bringing it down. Bam stops it completely, without touching the rim, without fouling, without fucking up at all. I think if he tries that block fifty more times, he doesn't. He doesn't do it right. He doesn't. That was tremendous athletic ability and this is why I love basketball. Where amazing happens. Where Bam Adebayo happens. Where Jimmy Buckets happens. That was such a great game. I'm I'm not even doing it justice with this replay. I could go way more in depth, but like feel like we just, it's gonna be like that the whole series. It's going to be like this. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm a kid who got everything they wanted on Christmas with this matchup. You know, I was wrong. I wanted the Raptors to play the heat and the Raptors move on to the finals, yada, yada, yada. I'm just happy with what I have now. This is way better than, probably way better than what I wanted. This is fantastic. I I love a new team now. I love this Jimmy Butler heat. It's fantastic. Them playing the Celtics is also amazing. (sighs) Brad Stevens out there versus Eric Spolster. You just have the brass of coaching right there. (sighs) Guys, just enjoy this series. And I really hope you enjoy game one. That was... Oh man. Shouts out Tyler Harrow, not scared to take a shot. Pulling up with the awkward release. Attacking the rim. Looking like a baby gazelle, but somehow still getting up a nice shot. I I expect Brad Stevens will make the adjustments and Spoelstra is going to have to counter those as well. I don't expect either team will continue to do exactly the same thing in any game. And that's where I'll end it. I can talk about this forever. Um, I'm going to skip the next segment I had. I wanted to put what what I've learned through these last two rounds of playoff basketball. I'm going to save it for when the fi- you know Eastern and Western Conference Finals are over. Let's jump over to Gridiron. I don't have the most... I don't even want to say that. This is rude. Let's just go. Let's start out with a segment that I'm going to try to do. It's not a catchy name. It's cliche as fuck. But we have the good, the bad, the ugly. And for this week, we're going to do it with the NFL. And this week, it's all quarterbacks. I just got to talk about this real quick. Uh, The good. Let's start with the good. Gardner Minshew. I'm not not expecting you to be the quarterback here next year. I'm not expect. I didn't expect the Jags to win last week. I don't expect them to win a lot of games. I'm still. It was one week. Relax. Uh, Remember, I said relax. Remember, I said that. Uh, But man, he was playing one of them games. I looked at the. I, I looked at the highlights and just you know a couple of the drives. He was playing. The way that, as a quarterback, I know that feeling he was in. Where he's just like, yeah, I can't fuck this up. There's nothing I could do wrong right now. I know what's going to happen. These plays are right. I know I can get the ball there. Let's keep moving forward. Just marching down the field. He had moments of that. And... Just don't know what you do with him. If he can continue to have games like this, and I don't think they're going to win a lot because I feel like they're going to be playing from behind, so he's going to have to show what he has, and I think he does have the goods, which is why he's the good this week. Uh, I think he's going to be able to show that, but I still feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars were going a different direction, and I hope he doesn't take that personally. I really hope. It's going to be hard to not take that personally, but man, He was a surgeon out there last week. The Colts, you got Phillip Rivers on the other side of time just slowly dying before our eyes. Or maybe he's already dead. I don't even know. I don't think he knows either. But Gardner Minshew looking alive out there. He has every reason to... It, It sort of reminds me of the Dolphins. You know, I'll get into that later, but looking at Gardner Minshew and these young receivers that they have and this team that's supposed to just lay down say fuck that I'm like of course Gardner Minshew is the type of quarterback to say nah fuck that we gonna go out and ball he's gonna remind me of Charlie Sheen and uh, uh what's that what's that fucking movie Major League all season Cause he's just this guy where you take a look at him, you're like, "Fuck is this guy's deal?" And then you see the arm, and you're like, "Oh shit, no, he can ball." I hope nobody forgot that. He let you, he reminded you guys why they let Nick Foles go. Garden Minshew, you were the good last week. The bad, also there in Florida, Tom Brady. Now, let's not ride his dick too much like old Patriots fans. It's one week. And it's why he's not on the ugly. It's one week. There's so many weapons. Everybody's alive. I think he's just got to go through the motions and get it all together. There's no preseason. There is not. I wholeheartedly believe if there was a preseason that. Tom Brady would be fine right now. I think we would have had more of a shootout than we did last week. And I'm not just saying that because I draft him in fantasy. Okay, I'm saying that like 20%. 20% of the reason why I'm saying this is because I draft him in fantasy. But I think he has the right type of coach to lay into him. But boy, he looked bad last week. It's just the interceptions that he threw reminded me a lot of, you know, last season on the Patriots, where I'm like, maybe it wasn't the Patriots. Maybe it wasn't the lack of receivers. Maybe he's just fucking old. And you can't tell that Tom Brady's that old because somehow he has, like, astronomically more hair than me, and I'm only fucking 25. But, like, bruh, he does not look his hair at all. I guess that's what I'll say about Tom Brady He did not look his hair last week He looked very old He sorta of, Sort of looked like Phillip Rivers And that's why he ends up on the bad Now the ugly ah, This one hurts Carson Wentz I've been a guy who has Talked a lot of shit About Carson Wentz And also upheld him When he wasn't on the top 100 during the summer, I said, that's bullshit. How dare you put Kyler Murray in front of him? He's great. He's going to to be a great quarterback. He has not paid his dues yet. You got to at least throw Carson on there. And shit, maybe they were on to something. Here's the thing. You can blame the offense, the offensive line. You blame the play calling, which I do. I blame both of those two things. But if you're going to be an elite quarterback, you need to show out no matter what you have. And I believe that Carson Wentz is an elite quarterback. And I don't like being wrong about quarterbacks. I really don't. I'm wrong about rookies a lot because you never know. But established veterans, you did not look like yourself last night. Not last night, a couple nights ago. You did not look like the guy who had no receivers. uh, No receivers have 1,000 yards on the season. And still threw for 4,000 yards. He did not look like that guy at all. Granted, as far as pro football focus is concerned, we had the number one line in football last year. Which is crazy because Philadelphia fans always complain about the line. Well, we complain about everything. So, yeah. Uh, The line didn't look great. Our new young rookie, uh, what's his name? Driscoll out of Auburn. He looked great. Gave up one quarterback hit. Looked great. Other than that, I got nothing nice to say about the line. Kelsey sort of did his thing too. He was better at run blocking. We did not run the ball well. We do not have our our sophomore running back, Miles Sanders. You can blame so many people for Carson Wentz's performance, but the key part of that is that I said Carson Wentz's performance. That's what it comes down to. And like I said earlier, if you're going to be an elite quarterback, you can't have a game that ugly. I get it. You got sacked eight times. I get it. You were out there rolling in the beginning. You have to close out games. There were passes that he just flat out missed. Deep ball to Deshaun Jackson. Missed it. Got He got scared about the hit that was incoming that he didn't even receive. You got to have some balls. Carson Wentz, there's so much Brett Favre in you. And that could be good or bad. But last week, it was just ugly, man. That's all I got to say about him. I don't want to rip into him too much. I think I did enough. Uh Moving on, I want to talk about the Arizona upset. I fucking called it. I fucking called it. My friends are probably tired of me talking about this shit. I don't I that was my first big bet ever in sports. I bet a good 300. Made a thousand on that Cardinals win. Now, to a lot of y'all niggas, thousand ain't a lot. But for me, when I'm betting on a three quarters black, one quarter Korean quarterback who is also 5'10, putting 300 bucks on him says a lot. A lot of faith in him. Anybody else probably would have been like, I don't know. We got a Korean quarterback who's 5'10 going against. The team that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. I knew about the injuries to the receivers on the 49ers. That played a big part in this. You can shit on Jimmy all you want. And I'm about to in like 20 seconds. But those injuries really hurt. The run game is still there. But then we had more injuries. Kittle goes down. No catches in the second uh, in the second half. Not sure if he's going to play this week. That injury means a lot. Not just to, you know, the passes that he catches, which he caught some in the first half. Also a tremendous run blocker. So for those two, you know, he he has those two skills there that are gone, and now San Fran's hurting. And the Cardinals' defense has gotten a lot better over the offseason. Got rid of Terrell Suggs. He's a fucking fossil. Drafted in the first round for defense. They're moving in the right direction. Uh... Jimmy Garoppolo didn't know where to go. Open man in the end zone down the stretch of the game, and he misses him, never sees him. What the fuck? I was not surprised by that because I, like the most of America, watched him in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, oh, even if he sees him, he might fuck this up. And that's an if. I wasn't wrong. I put my money where my mouth is. Thousand smackaroons I'll take that you got to give your credit to Cliff Kingsbury who's unveiling more and more in the offense you got to give credit to Kyler Murray he's gonna be a tremendous talent in this league and you got to give credit to their new addition DeAndre Hopkins what do you have 14 catches 14 catches, 150 yards in the score, almost had two scores. Yeah, boy's a real deal. And he's going to be dangerous in this offense. And I feel so stupid for not taking him in the draft. I really should have. Oh, well, shit happens. Uh, moving on. <laughs> well, one more time. I just got to say this. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. They really blew a three-one lead. Yeah, if you can't tell, I'm still ecstatic. Uh, let's talk about a rookie that I completely see it for. And I've said many times that I've been wrong about you know rookie quarterbacks and guy you know college quarterbacks, all those guys. I've been I've been wrong about so many. But this guy has the one thing that you need as a quarterback. It's not footwork, it's not the arm strength, it's not the IQ. You need those things, but I'd rather have this than anything. Confidence. Joe Burrow has confidence. And I respect him. I love seeing him run in his first touchdown, and he's just in his guy's face, rah, rah, all that shit. And they're like, you, you can see it. They're like, oh, shit, I really like this guy. Like, he came to play. Get used to that Cincinnati. This guy can ball. And I'm I'm not doing my predictions for the week yet. But I'm going to let you in on a little something early. I got him beating... I was about to call him Johnny Manziel. Baker Mayfield and the Browns on Thursday night. I do. And I put money down on it. I believe in him. I've seen enough to believe in Joe Burrow. I don't watch... A lot of college football like that. I tuned in for the championship game. This past championship game just to watch Trevor Lawrence because I think he's the next Jesus Christ. But I hear all this talk about Joe Burrow. I'm like, all right, let me. right, I've been seeing his name pop up a lot. Let me watch this guy. Yeah. It just became the Joe Burrow show. He's too confident. He's far too confident. And that's a tremendous talent right there. That is something you need as a quarterback. Because he, if he can keep that confidence, he will throw an interception and not give a fucking go right back to it. No, we're not going to run three straight running plays. No, we're not going to lead off with a run. No, we're passing that fucking ball. We're not even doing play action. Fuck that. We're throwing the ball. I believe in this kid a lot. And it's all because of the foot that he has. The goal of this guy. The cojones on this motherfucker. If you don't respect him now, you will later. And that's a mic drop right there. I could go in depth on the stats, on the throws that I like. But I want you to just hear this now and go with that. If you don't respect Joe Burrow now, you will later. There and that's a, a threat. That you cannot overcome. That's the shortest I've done any segment so far. We're going to leave it at that. What we got next, are, I, I said this earlier, I had to stop myself. Yo, are the Jags the new Dolphins? I, I feel like they're the, the Dolphins of this season. I feel like they are. Here's the thing. They had no business winning that game. Phillip Rivers also had no business being that bad. But, come on. Did you not see the Jags not give up? It reminded me so much of the Dolphins where it's just like, all right, they should really lay down, especially after those first, what, two, three weeks where it's like every defense in fantasy dropped like 20 on them niggas. Me as a player, and this is why I'm not a professional, I'd be like, ah, get me the fuck out of here. You know, some people did want to get the fuck out of here, and they did. The Dolphins obliged them. Jaguar saw that and was like, let's do that. Let's get that shit out of the way now. Well, we can't get enough for Leonard for now. Let's get him out of here. Anybody who wants to be here, you can be here. Everybody who didn't, get the fuck out. And that's what happened. Now you got a bunch of guys playing for each other. Got a bunch of guys there who who just care. Like I said, it, it reminds me of Major League. They want you to lose. That's why everybody's gone. They want you to lose. Not just because these guys didn't want to be here. They want to lose. This franchise wants to lose, get the number one pick, draft Trevor Lawrence, who is the next coming of Jesus Christ. They want to do that. If I'm on that team after this win, I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Did you not see what we did out there? We got talent, man. And more importantly, like I said about Joe Burrow, they got heart. You can't buy that. You can't teach that. You just got to feel that. And the Jags are proving, proving pretty much everybody wrong. Shit, they got me. I'll drink to that. I got the Jaguars winning two more games this season. Really just meaning they're going to win four. But I got them winning four games this season now. I I was wrong. I'm, I'm wrong often. And I might be wrong about these guys this time. But I think that's just a group of guys who want to play together, and it might be Gardner Minshew's mustache. But God damn it, I like the way they do business. Anyway, <laughs> I guess I should do my uh, my weekly predictions now. <laughs> Sorry about the the four brothers reference there. I don't think anybody caught it. Uh, what do we got? All right, I'm going to start with these. Well, I already told you, Thursday Night Football, I'm going with an upset. I guess you could call it that. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals will beat the Cleveland Browns in the Battle of Ohio, which, if you didn't know, Ohio means land of poor white people. So I'm very interested to watch this. I wish it wasn't Corona because this would be like a college football game. Uh, Yeah. I'm going I, I usually base my things off who has the quarterback that I think is better not necessarily what everybody else thinks, but you know what I'm feeling. I feel like Odell's talents are being wasted. same thing with Jarvis Landry. I think Baker Mayfield is supposed to be a cocky fuck, but he can't play like it because his team sucks and it's you know a good chunk of the reason for that is because of him. I think if he could get some wins under his belt and be like, fuck you, I'm that nigga, which he probably literally would say that. uh, Then I think we get the true version of Baker Mayfield. I just don't think that starts this week. Joe Burrow has confidence already. And Baker Mayfield has none of that. So I'm going to go with the confident nigga, Joe Burrow. Going up or down in, in in Ohio, I don't even know or care. Uh, and winning, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good week for me. I'm gonna make some money off that. Let's get that bread. Uh, what is Bleacher Report showing me? They're showing me the teams that I like. Uh, Falcons versus Cowboys. I was right about my Falcons game last week. The defense is still trash. It's really time to break things apart. I feel like we're doing Julio Jones and. You know, a disservice by being so trash. Man, that Super Bowl feels like it was like a decade and a half ago. Um, I'm going to go Cowboys on this. Both teams walk into this week with an L. But I feel like it's going to be a shootout. And I have to pick Dallas because I picked Dak Prescott to be MVP of the league. Did not look like it last week. But it's just one week. We got 15 more games to go. Atlanta just gave up a shit ton of yards to Russell Wilson, who barely missed the pass. Dak, oh, my fault. Dakota. Go do your thing. But make sure the game's entertaining. Defenses, do what you're good at and take the night off. Um, what do we got next? I got Panthers versus Buccaneers. This is a good one. I'm going Buccaneers on this. I think they're going to get their first uh, win. Don't expect Carolina Panthers to lay down. I, I know I said that last week. I'm going to continue to say that. I like what they have on paper. Maybe it'll change when I sit down and watch a full game, not just drives and highlights, but from what I've seen, the potential is there. I need Teddy Bridgewater to get more comfortable with the deep ball. You got a nice little... Big gain and touchdown with Robbie Anderson. Wasn't a deep pass. He just did a lot of work with it. If he can get more comfortable with deep ball, I'll consider them for more wins. But right now, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa Bay. I don't like that. Stop saying that. That shit's... We're done with that. No more Tampa Bay. None of that. But yeah, I'm going Bucks on that. (laughs) Eagles, Rams. I'm going Rams. Uh, Vegas thinks it'll be a close game. They only got uh, the Rams as a 1.5-point favorite. Uh, I would love for it to be a close game and the Eagles win it. But from what I've seen out of the Eagles' offensive line and then what I've seen out of Aaron Donald and then watching Carson Wentz shit his pants because of the pass rush, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I think that's just simple math. I know I, I'm from Philly. I'm supposed to say Eagles is Eagles. No, no, no. My girl was wondering why I wasn't so hyped before the game started. She had me put on the Eagles music and all this stuff. And I just wasn't feeling it because, yeah, look at what we got last week against Washington. I've already talked about that. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm talking about Rams, Eagles. I'm going Rams. And if there was actually some money to make off of this game, I'd bet Rams too. But, hey, maybe I'm wrong about this one. What do we got next? Saints, Raiders. Well, Saints, uh, Raiders defense still needs a little work. Uh, I got to give a shout out to their rushing attack. I like it. Big fan of a team that can run the ball like that, especially with one running back. Jalen Rashard did his. Yeah, he, he was alive. He was out there. But I gotta give a lot of shout-out to Jacobs. But I'm gonna have to go with the Saints. That's the easy one. Why am I even anything? That's easy. Uh Raiders don't have a defense to handle this. And the Saints, even without Michael Thomas, they have the offense. Michael Thomas wasn't even fucking there as far as I'm concerned last week. So I'm gonna go. Maybe, maybe. Just maybe, since Vegas Vegas Raiders, why am I so comfortable saying that? I should slip up and say Oakland. Uh, maybe the Vegas Raiders have a game plan that is more accustomed than just Alvin Kamara. I think that would be foolish, because Emmanuel Sanders is still there. He has talent. Jared Cooks, he has talent as well. And this is Drew Brees. He wants to throw the ball. But, man, I just don't see, if you play this game 10 times, 10 times out of 10, I'm going Saints. And I think I'll be right each time. Moving on. 49ers Jets. Not going to waste a lot of time on this. 49ers. Jets are a fucking shit show. They live in Jersey, and that's accurate to how they play. They fucking suck. Moving on. Uh, Bill's Dolphins. This is actually going to be a good one. Not just because it's a division game. All right, mostly because it's a division game. But I got a soft spot for the Dolphins. I think they're going to get better as the year goes on. Do I have them winning this game? No. But I'm interested to see the shit show that is Josh Allen. Josh Allen has a cannon. He has the legs. He don't have an IQ for this shit. So, when he's doing his thing with the natural gifts that God gave him, it's a, it's a sight to behold. When he's doing dumb shit, it is hilarious to watch. Hence his, what, 16, 17 fumbles last season? He fumbled last, last week? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a topsy-turvy game, but I think it's going to lean towards the Bills winning this and starting the season out 2-0. and out. Uh, what do we got next? Broncos, Steelers. It's going to be a defensive matchup. I really don't know how this could go. I don't have big faith in Ben Roethlisberger. Watching him Monday night, it made me... his thing about Big Ben. He's never been very mobile. At best, he was Byron Leftwich with mob- uh, mobility. He is not that anymore. Nowhere near that. He can't even step up in the pocket faster than I can get up and go get a beer. It's it, it it's sad to watch. But then you're like, oh, this guy came in the same year as Eli. He's old as fuck. And he's a little fat too. It's always been his thing, but that catches up to you when you're older. And his knees just don't look like they're bending as fast to get up in the pocket. So... That being said, I'm still going to go Steelers. Uh, Drew Locke, prove me wrong, man. I don't think you're that good. Management thinks you are. I think you guys should be tanking and get Trevor Lawrence, but I think that about at least nine teams. So prove me wrong, buddy. Uh, You're not my buddy. I don't fuck with you. But, hey, maybe you could beat Ben Roethlisberger in that stout defense. I don't think you will, though. Moving on. Giants-Bears. All right. Quarterbacks that are wildly inconsistent. Trubisky, I don't really have to talk about him that much. Daniel Jones. Man, when he's on, he's like Chad Pennington accurate. Yeah, you didn't think you'd hear that name today, but you did. Uh, very accurate when he's on. And when he's just being a young dickhead, it's... It's so bad that I want to change the channel. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. I did that a couple times on Monday night. And I didn't change the channel to anything interesting. It's just I don't want to watch him try to be a quarterback. I like watching him when he is a quarterback. And I know that sounds cliche, but when he's on, he's electric. And then you have Mitchell Trubisky, who's never on. But he has a win. Because Detroit is incompetent. But it's a win no less. That pass he threw uh, to put the Bears up down the stretch. Fantastic. That's how I want the ball to fly out of my quarterback's hand every time. That was an elite pass. Trubisky is not an elite quarterback. So don't expect that a lot. That being said... Uh, I'm gonna go Giants. Upset. I'm gonna go Giants on that. Saquon is itching to get free, and he doesn't have to play to still his crazy defensive front. So I think he's gonna be fine. I think that'll be the X factor in this one. And am I saying that just because I draft him number two overall? Yes. Moving on. Jaguars versus Titans. Uh, this puts me in an awkward spot. I talked very well about the Jaguars. But I did say they would only win four games. So, I'm just going to let you know this ain't one of them. (laughs) I'm going to go Titans on this. I have a lot of respect for the Titans. I have them as a dark horse to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. They play the game the way I, like, run the ball heavy get some open passes because of that, and punch him in the mouth on defense. I love it. Uh, going Titans in this one. Next. What do we got? We got Lions Packers. This is a game that I'm very interested to see. I I, I would love to watch the highlights and the drives from this. I wish I could watch the whole fucking game. Uh, Matthew Stafford, who I think is criminally underrated. He's just a Detroit Lion, so... Yeah. He's gonna get the short end of the stick. Well, he got the short end of the stick, assuming he was drafted number one by him. Uh but Aaron Rodgers is on the fuck you tour, and I'm all for it. That's an angry little potentially gay man. Uh and he's doing his thing. I hope he keeps doing it, cuz he's just airing that bitch out. I want Matthew Stafford to do the same thing. I want these two teams to take a break on defense, just let us watch something good. That's what I want. I feel like that's what America needs right now. Let's just have a shootout. But if I had to choose, which obviously I do, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers on this. Why? Because the Detroit Lions are a laughing stock of an organization as long as Matt Patricia is the coach. I don't fuck with them. I just really don't. So, with that being said, it's going to be Green Bay. Matt Patricia, you are on the hot seat as far as I'm concerned. It is sizzling. There is sriracha on it. There are ghost peppers on it. You should just get up and leave. But you're a man, so you're not going to do that. And I respect that. You're just an incompetent coach. Next. Vikings-Colts. I'm going to go Vikings. Apparently, the Colts have the advantage in this, and I don't quite understand it. The Vikings have some things to under, uh, not understand, but things to figure out. Understand, figure out, whatever. Uh, they have some things that they need to figure out. As far as the offense is concerned, uh, eventually you're going to have to unleash your first round pick wide receiver. I mean, he's playing, but he's not that nigga yet. And I think he can be. It's not going to be this week. And I don't think that matters. I think he'll still walk away, walk away with a win here. Phillip Rivers is washed. Kirk Cousins is playing on not a Monday night. So I'm going Vikings. Washington versus the Cardinals. Hey, this is gonna be a good fight. But I'm gonna keep this short. I'm obviously a big fan of Kyler Murray. Big fan of the Cardinals defense getting better. Uh big fan of Cliff Kingsbury. Going Cardinals. I'm putting I'm going with my heart. I'm going with my heart on this one. Chiefs Chargers. Level little division game. Uh so let's just go with. What I all what I usually use to you know pit two teams against each other. I always say the quarterback, right? This is Patrick Mahomes versus Tyrod Taylor. Enough said, Chiefs. Uh Ravens Texans. The Texans are a shit show. And I blame I blame the ownership. You don't have a real GM. You lost the generational talent, DeAndre Hopkins. I like David Johnson. I like DeAndre Hopkins more. Um Hey, at least you shared up your uh quarterback, your young franchise quarterback. That's cool. He just doesn't have any receivers. He's getting the McNabb effect. Oh, he's gonna love it. Uh he just doesn't have like a crazy play caller like, you know, Reed to make things better. Yeah, I can't pick the Texans in this one. Um, We're just going to have to go Ravens. Battle of the black quarterbacks. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lastly, I have Patriots Seahawks. This is going to be a great game. Sunday night game. I think we're all going to enjoy it. Can I just pick that? Can that be what I pick? That we all have a good time? I've done that joke before. I don't care. Uh, I think we are going to have a good time. I'm going to go Seattle. I think Cam Noon's going to have some growing pains. He's feeling really good after that week one. And if his career has proven anything to me, when he's feeling really good, there's a really deep low coming. And I'm just a big fan of Russell Wilson. Chris Carson, I like what they're doing there. and Got deep threats at receiver. More than I can say about the Patriots. Patriots. Better defense. Maybe. No. Yeah. I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks. Alright guys. It's been great. I'm a little tipsy from the vodka cranberry. I didn't even finish it all. I just haven't eaten anything. I'm going to go eat. And I'm going to edit this shit. And get it up to you guys. It's been real. It's been the Free State of Mind Episode 7 That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 Take it easy guys One love Did I just say one love? That was corny